This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. January 25, 2020, the Band for Life edition. First up, from the Department of Justice press release, a Miami-based businessman has pled guilty to FCPA and money laundering violations in a scheme involving Petro-Ecuador officials. An Ecuadorian businessman living in Miami pled guilty to $4.4 million in bribery and money laundering scheme used to pay bribes to public officials of Petro-Ecuador. This has been a long-running scandal when uh, several other guilty pleas have uh, taken. There have been 12 public charges and guilty pleas on this uh, matter to date. The FBI's International Corruption Squad in Miami is still on this matter, uh, and it is one more uh, with Petro Ecuador. All I can suggest is if you've done business with this company, you need to uh, scrub your operations. Next up, uh, the U.S. has ramped up its pressure on Tehran by engaging in a secondary boycott by blacklisting foreign companies allegedly supporting Iran's petro, uh, petroleum sector. The Department of Treasury uh, blacklisted four companies. Uh, they were um, from Hong Kong to Shanghai to Dubai and collectively ordered the transfer of hundreds of millions of dollars um, that led to the blacklisting. The uh, organizations, rather, the Trump administration has uh, consistently uh, ramped up um, sanctions on Iran, and this really comes as no surprise. They have frozen the assets of these companies in the United States. So more pressure on Iran. From Goldman Sachs, uh, they are demanding that uh, companies have at least one diverse board member, uh, that uh, they are not going to invest or rather take companies public unless there's one diverse board candidate with a focus on women. This mandate will start on July 1 of this year, or rather next year, and uh, sorry, Starting on July 1 this year and next year, Goldman will require two diverse board members. Uh, this is certainly going to be an interesting way to um, expand the uh, diversity on boards. As many of you know, California now requires, uh, by law, uh, one board member to be female. And now we may finally get some diversity at the board level. And when the uh, investment bankers uh, require this for a company to go public, that's when things really start changing. And finally, in uh, really a stunning uh, announcement, uh, John Stump, the former Wells Fargo CEO and le- who led the company to its just uh, horrendic, horrendous fall- fraudulent account scandal, was fined $17.5 million and has been banned for life from the banking industry. The fine is the largest to date. However, regulators are seeking the same uh prohibition against Kerry Tolstat uh, and a $25 million fine. 
she is fighting this, uh, although it's unclear what the basis of this might be. Nevertheless, uh, Stump and other senior executives at Wells Fargo um, agreed to these fines. Clearly, the uh, scandal has uh, damaged Wells Fargo immensely. Uh, their stock price has uh, really not taken a hit, but when your stock uh, va- or your value is over $240 billion, a 5% hit is uh, still a lot of money. Wells Fargo is still paying uh, bleeding from this scandal, and the uh, information that came out uh, in the OCC filing was just damning in terms of the pressure put on Wells Fargo employees to uh, meet their goal of eight accounts for every customer without any relationship to reality. So uh, obviously a huge culture failure at Wells Fargo, and now we've finally seen some executives uh, begin to pay the price for this. John Stump, Band for Life, as well as several other executives. So we will continue to follow this story. I hope you will enjoy this weekend. I hope you will check out the Sunday Book Review, which will come out on Sunday, January 26th. And uh, that please be advised that the Sunday Book Review has its own uh, iTunes channel now if you're checking it out on iTunes. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening.